The following program is rated TV-M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. I'm fat for many reasons. That is not phobia. This guy is ginormous. He is huge. A lot of people gain weight over time. I don't think that they're any problems with the body positivity movement. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia, your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome, everyone. To episode 28, Hundo and 30 of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, gang cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleaze cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex. We all flex our biceps. What's going on? Beaches, booshes, busters, hustlers, and yahoos. It's your boy, Papa Swoleo, back with another episode. In today's episode of the Beast Cast is brought to you as power is sponsored by Everest and K2 Flexing and all. You be it's the fucking Catalina All right, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Hit the thumbs up button if you're watching on Rumble, the Daily Swole on Rumble, and of course, we are also uh, streaming into the Daily Swole Telegram chat, private for members. Join us over at SwoleNormousX.com. Today's episode is the Sunday Funday. Red, white, and swole Q and anus. So let's actually get this America sidebar in and let's get a little America to kick it off. We like to kick that pillar to the curb. Now, today, Sunday, is Ask Papa Swolio. So we're going to bust the nut open. We got a great card today. A lot of you know what that is in the comments. You could drop it and we'll give it away at the end of today's episode. And if you have a question, just drop it in the chat. Hashtag Ask Papa Swolio. We got a bunch of calls today, too. And, uh, we got a lot of stuff to get into. Before we do, before we get the nut open, we have an accountability meeting. Tomorrow's episode is private for... Hmm, it's private for members only, but have no fear. If you join the fam over at SwoleNormousX.com, you don't have to miss out on the greatest way to start your week. SwoleNormousX.com and be there for the accountability meeting. We got new releases. I've been telling you that there was a design... In particular, that's going to blow your nips off, and we're dropping it tomorrow in the meeting. I am very excited for the new merch. It's going to be awesome. Tomorrow, February the 5th, 12 noon Eastern time. That's 12 noon Eastern time. Now let's get this party started. Enter the Falcon. Falcon. 
Yes, sorry, Bob. Hashtag make sick gains. Make sick gains. Make sick gains. Make sick gains for a chance to win today's swole card. Drop that hashtag in the chat. Uh, now let's get into today's episode. Let's get into today's questions. Let's see what we got here. Uh, we're going to take a call. We're going to kick it off with a call. And if you remember, if you want to call into the show, you can go to askpapaswolio.com. This one's from Christian. So let's see. Let's see what's on the menu. Christian, you are on the Daily Sleeves. Hey, Papa Swolio. Um, my question is about uh, cooked rice that you prep and leave in the fridge. Um, so I was just uh, on the old tickety-tack. And I saw that uh, apparently it's not good to keep your rice uh, in the fridge for a long period of time after you've cooked it. Um, so I'm just wondering if you think that's true or not, because, you know, I'll cook rice in bulk um, and I will use that rice for some meals uh, sparingly throughout like a whole week or even two weeks. So is that too long of time? Do I have to use that rice in a certain amount of time? Uh, all right. Thanks. Uh, thanks for the call, Christian. Appreciate it. Uh, one thing that I do know is that rice, if you put in the fridge, is gross. It get it turns into this hard, hard ice block, and it can get funked pretty quick. It starts smelling sweet. I think you start getting like some fermentation or something with like the starch. It just gets gross. So what we do, what we do is Mama Soy will cook a big pot of rice, and we just leave it on the stove. We just leave it on the stove, and we heat it up the next day. We just leave it out for a couple days and we usually eat it all so you don't get that nasty you get you know it'll harden but it just you just put some boiling water in you heat it up and then you put the cover on it and it's just like it's brand new rice it's really good so it just dries out a little bit but i leave it on the stove i don't leave it on the stove for three weeks but we're usually eating it the next day so if we make some rice if we're doing like a bone broth stew or soup we kind of do sometimes or we make some steak and we have some rice, we just leave the leftover broth and the rice on the stove because it's hot, right? It's really hot, so it takes a long time to cool down. And then you heat up again, you can moisture it again. Do it two or three times, and it's totally fine just leaving it out. But in the fridge, I don't like putting it in the fridge unless I absolutely have to. I really won't put rice in the fridge. We really don't. It never literally just throw it out. If we're going to refrigerate it and throw it out, if we mix in some butter with it, I just toss it because that kind of just gets funky. Yeah, if you have a rice cooker, you could leave it in the rice cooker and it'll keep it warm. So I think it depends on how you're how you're prepping it. I wouldn't use rice personally as a meal prep unless it's for the next day. If I'm cooking the night before to have my meals the next day and I have rice overnight, not a big deal. You know, you cook it, you put it in the container or something like that, not a big deal. Or you leave it out, you leave it hot, not a big deal. You do it in the morning, that's totally fine too. But I would do personally probably something else. I personally would make a different choice if I was prepping in advance. But it's not bad. It's really not bad for you. Yeah, it's so cheap. It's so cheap. Can you put it in the fridge? You can, but I just don't like the way it heats back up. You have to, it just gets cold and hard. I think you're just better out leaving, just better off leaving it in the stove and then heating it up and you have it pretty much fresh. Just add some more fresh water to it. Just some thoughts. You're asking me about white rice. That's what we do. That's what we do. All right. Thanks for the call, Christian. Appreciate it. Again, if you want to call into the show, uh, askpapasolio.com to call into the show. 
Let's see. Sheena says, isn't the rule of thumb. I always think of the boondock saints part when it, the rule, whenever someone says rule of thumb, three days for prepared foods. That sounds about right. I think some things can go longer, but for most things, a couple days, you could put rice in the fridge. It'll be fine for a couple days, but it just doesn't warm back up the same way. It doesn't warm back up the same way. If you just leave it on the stove and you add some water and you heat it back up, it'll be totally fine. It'll be great. But it's when it gets cold, it just hardens a little bit. Gets a little funky. Gets a little funky. Let's take an Instagram question. This one's from Aguiar Alex, 2018. Papa Solio, I'm 47 years old for weight loss. Should I prioritize cardio or weights with menopause around the corner? Just waiting around the corner. Just waiting around the corner. That menopause is behind the corner in a trench coat. You know, you don't know if they're naked and they're just going to flash you. Menopause is crazy. Menopause will get you. Menopause is a son of a bitch just waiting in that dark alley, waiting for you to make a wrong turn. Menopause is waiting. Should I prioritize cardio or weights? Absolutely weights. It's really going to come down to your nutrition too. And we talk about this a lot on the show. I can't go into all the details because so much, but you have to look into your environment, all the estrogenics, all the endocrine disruptors. I mean, all the estrogenics too, but endocrine disruptors, chemicals and household products and body care, especially females. I mean, dudes do it too. Dudes get the worst stuff. People are putting suave all over their bodies and Irish spring and they're using air fresheners in their house, Glade plugins and things in their cars and Axe body spray and colognes and perfumes that have all these synthetic fragrances. So there's a lot of other things too. pile that on. There's a great book, Estro Generation. I talk about it a lot. That's a great book to get you started. It was written a few years ago. It's a great book and there's a lot of other content about it. You've heard of phthalates and BPA and bisphenols and things of that sort. Another good book is, uh, I think it's called Tapped. It was a documentary or... I forget when it came out, 2013, 2015, probably 2013, 2012, 2010, about bottled water. Anyway, so weights, you could do cardiovascular too, but you need to build muscle. People need to build muscle, especially as a female with menopause and things like that. If you're not lifting heavy weights, you're at risk for osteopenia, osteoporosis. You don't want to go down that road either. What was the first book I mentioned? Estro Generation. Like estrogen, aeration, combined estrogen and generation. Really good title. All right, let's get into another call. This one, again, askpapasolio.com. This one is from, it's on the book list too. Corey is on the line. Corey, go ahead. Papa, I kind of want to be a chef. I kind of want to use a lot of butter, a lot of oil, a lot of frying. Ooh. Am I an idiot? You're not an idiot. Some foods are cooked a certain way. And here's the thing, too. We've had chefs in the soul fan, too. I don't know how you square that circle. I don't know how you square that circle. Because if you're making a certain food, it depends. If you're cooking good stuff, then you don't have to worry about tasting it. The problem is if you're a chef and you're making all these pastries and high sugar foods and you're using all these oils and frying shit, you're eating all of that. You're eating that stuff. You're not an idiot for having a passion about something. Being a chef is much more than eating the food. It's like and there's something about sharing an experience and culinary presentation. Not my thing, not my thing, but there's a whole world of people that 
just everything restaurant and cooking food and food design and stuff like that is their whole thing. So you're not an idiot. I'm not even really sure what your question is. You said you kind of want to be a chef and cook in butter. I cook in butter. I cook in butter. I use raw butter. I use really high quality butter. I'm not using margin or anything. I'm not burning oils and I'm not frying and eating fried food. Why can't you be a chef but use amazing ingredients? Use the best stuff you possibly can. Again, I'm just, you know, you ask me a question. Who am I to say that you should or should not do pursue your passion or what you want to do? If that's really what you want to do and that's who you are and you just ooze that, <clears throat> my concern or what comes to my attention is that if you are so hell-bent on doing that, why would my opinion matter? So do you really want to do that? What are we even talking about here? You want to be a chef? Okay. Do you like to cook? Do you Have you been doing it a long time? Are you at a turning point in your life? You're just thinking of something to do? Just wondering, just wondering. If that's something you want to do with your life, then do it. Don't skip on things you might have regrets with. If you're going to, might regret not doing that, then do it. What if some bearded dude that rages on the internet has 2,830 podcasts? Was It's your life. It's your life. If you're saying, if you're using that as an excuse to stuff fried food in your face, well, you might have some consequence from all that, those oils and stuff. Be good. Erlo Bezdog. Erlo Bezdog? Earlobes dog? Earlobes dog. Papa Solio, 80% or 90% lean beef? Well, <laughs> I'm going to answer this question. 80 or 90% lean beef? Well, it depends on what it depends on what kind of fat content you want in your beef. I'll tell you what, if you're trying to pack in, and this is good advice. I have 85. I think most of our stuff is 80. I don't think it's 80, 20. I think it's 85. The more you, the more you need, the more protein you need, the more protein you're trying to eat. You don't want to eat tons as much fat because it's going to take up stomach space. If you're eating a burger that's 50% fat, you're going to get really full, but you want more protein. So you might want to go with a leaner cut if you're trying to put on more, not to say necessarily if you want to put on more muscle, but if you're trying to hit a certain protein content, understand that eating 90% lean beef will get you more protein and for the quantity that you're eating. It depends. I really don't think that a detail like that matters. Which taste do you like better? If you're getting grass-fed and finished beef, 80 or 90% doesn't matter. Most grass-fed and finished beef isn't going to be 90%. It'll usually be 85. But you can find it. It just depends on what they say. What they say. I like 85. I eat 85. So if you see grass-fed, grass-finished, and grass-finished, 100% grass-fed and finished, 90, 80, whatever. It doesn't matter, really, unless you have some certain need for cutting back on fat a little bit more than you get one with less fat. How much are you eating that's going to make that much of a difference? But it's good fat. It's good fat. And 85%, 15%, that's not really going to make a difference. For most people, if you're doing something on stage and you're stepping on and you're doing every micro ounce of water retention, you're bodybuilding at a high level, then yeah, of course, of course all those details matter for different people. But uh, Ash one whatever with underscores, which exercise Papa Soli reduces the most fat, probably shutting your mouth and going to the motherfucking gym. <laughs> There's no exercise eating better and eating less, but eating better, getting rid of inflammatory foods. 
Uh, CR Wheaties, I feel like 85 leaves me more satisfied. Yeah, higher fat content is going to leave you more satiated. But protein in general like that is good. Good mix of fat and protein like ground beef. Like beef, that's why beef is so satisfying because it has such great has such great uh, content of protein and fat. Let's see, Isaiah. Oh, from the Telegram, going back to the chef thing. Isaiah says, I'm a chef and been in the restaurant industry for 15 years. I've turned more towards animal fats and butter in the last five to six years in my own cooking and food, different in the profession. Nice. So let's take Isaiah dropped his recommendations as a chef. This is good stuff too. So typically prepped food has a seven day shelf life. Depending on moisture content and fridge temperature, you're good in that time. Raw proteins are anywhere from four to six days, which again, depends on the temperature and the moisture for fish. When I eat it raw, I give it two days, three days is fine. Yeah, I wouldn't leave rice in the fridge for seven days. I'm sure it probably tastes fine. You put butter on it, it's going to get funky. But yeah, moisture is a big deal. Moisture is a big deal. And the temperature of your fridge, the coldest stuff, it just slows down the growth of the bacteria and stuff like that. Cool. Cool. Good stuff. Uh, Ina Saracci, Papasolio, father, have you ever gotten your fifis hurt romantically? My fifis hurt romantically. Sure. My fifis hurt? You mean I wasn't a fully developed individual? So I felt like I was missing something? And I think that's really what a lot of people that have issues with relationships at the beginning, the heartbreak and stuff, is that you're really not fully developed as an individual. Because if you were, you'd be the same person with or without the other one. So a lot of times that person leaves you and you're kind of like a, you don't have that strong foundation because you don't really know who you are yet. You're just kind of figuring it out. So that kind of stuff is good. It can be good. But then you're going to meet someone eventually that you really feel in a different way. You'll feel less than like they really compliment. You want to find someone that's like fertilizer for, for plants. I saw, I think Elizabeth was saying something about how she was gardening today. Last couple of days, I've been expanding the butterfly garden. Mama Sawyer and I have been planting a lot of stuff. And so it's been going really good. But treat it like fertilizer when you find someone that's like fertilizer and helps you grow. It should, it should be complimentary. All right, let's see. Ali, Papa Solio, I'm 20 years old and I have pimples and bumps on my face. What products should I use? Uh, that's a tough one. I used to have that when I was younger. I took Accutane at one point and that like erased everything. It was an amazing miracle. I know it's like high. I'm not really sure what the status or what people, how common that is, but that was the best thing I ever did at the time. That really helped tremendously. But I also don't know. Like, I can't remember exactly all the details of what I was doing. I know I wasn't sleeping the way I am now. I wasn't eating the way I was now. You have a lot of hormones. I'm training and lifting a lot of weights. Testosterone is probably going crazy. So a lot of oily skin. But it really comes down to what you're eating and your lifestyle. So for me, you know, my skin and stuff continues to get better and better that I eat better, but it'll, my skin will get fucked up if I don't get good sleep. If I'm restless or if I don't go to sleep early or something happens, I'll have like little breakouts and stuff. My skin will, the texture, like I'll just notice the difference. I'll notice the difference. Um, Pow. Let's go with Powell. Let's see. Papasolio, some people say not to eat beef at night because it's hard to digest. If you if you eat steak at night, so if I eat steak, what time do I eat it? Yeah, you know, I always say in general, if you have trouble sleeping, don't eat so late before bed. But also fasting and not going not eating at all before bed. 
uh, you can have problems. You can have issues with sleeping throughout the night. You might be restless and stuff. Sometimes a tablespoon of honey could be beneficial. But I like to eat probably two or three hours before bed. I don't eat like too soon. I need to digest longer. I'll go to sleep later. So eating earlier, but I don't want to go like five, six, seven hours, but I don't want to just eat and like an hour later, go to sleep. So maybe like two or three hours. Uh, T-Bone, did you have a mentor when you first started getting serious into fitness or you fly, fly solo? I flew solo. I flew solo. I mean, I found it in magazines and stuff like that. And sometimes here and there, I'll get like little tips and stuff like that. I mean, I have certain little memories of like maybe a, a workout or a trainer at a gym when I was like 14 or 15, you know, showed me some exercises and I was like, cool. I mean, but it wasn't like a mentor relationship or anything like that, but I just kind of got into lifting and reading magazines and copying what the magazines had. So I did a lot of stuff wrong. I was just doing a lot of, I was doing a lot of cardio. I was, I got very lean the first time I did it. I was eating, I wasn't eating enough carbohydrates. I wasn't eating enough calories. I was eating just too, too lean, a lot of plain, just protein, too much protein and not enough. Not just not enough overall. I didn't get the eating down the first year. So I got really lean and ripped, which is okay, fine. Cause I had some muscle, but I didn't actually put on size. I wanted to get big. I wanted to put on bulk. So that summer I got serious and I realized I had to eat smaller meals. I had to get an X amount of calories. I had to hit certain numbers. I had to consistently every day I had to train hard. I had to push, I had to go heavier and add more weight. So I started tracking stuff and I just kept on taking what I learned from flex magazine and stuff and just kept on doing it over and over again. Just kept on adding stuff and picking up a piece of information and putting it, putting it in there and putting it in the puzzle. I always talk about flex magazine. It was fantastic. Of course, the guys were taking juice, but they never promoted that. But they talk about creatine and supplements and sleep and proper nutrition. There's a lot of gold in there. It was, very, I don't know if it was underrated. It was a super popular magazine, but absolutely, absolutely fantastic information. T-Bone, how jacked do you think you would be today if 20-year-old Papa had the Daily Swole back in 2001? Well, I would have had to listen to it. The Daily Swole. So in other words, you're saying if I had all the information I had today back then, that's pretty much what you're saying. So if I had everything in my head, well, I think I probably would have made, I had different goals. So I, I got really fucking big, but then I also cut back down. I did a lot of endurance stuff for a while. So if someone looks at me and it's like, oh, you've been lifting for 20 years, like I'm muscular. I guess I could have been bigger if I just, my goal is or hasn't been my entire life to just endlessly get bigger. So I had periods where I was cutting down and leaning out and doing more endurance type training and endurance type sports. And so, which is good. There's been like ups and downs and change in what I'm interested in. And now it's just, I'm just eating a lot and lifting heavy and getting a lot of recovery. I'm training really intensely. So today was my second recovery day. I decided to take two instead of one. So probably leg day tomorrow. And uh, yeah, just having some fun with it. You have to kind of hit the note of where you are in your life and what you're comfortable with and what you feel like doing. So it's okay to change. Just get, the, the problem is people create their identity around what they look like or how they train. So, you know, I was, let's say I, in my head, it's like your guy that does free weights, you don't do machines or you do, um, you lift super heavy or you do high volume. You don't do this. And people get stuck in their ideology when it comes to lifting and they don't adapt for the times. So 
for example, for what I'm doing, higher intensity and lower volume has been fantastic psychologically and physically. I can train hard. I'm getting stronger and I don't have to do as much and I feel better. I was doing way too much for a while and I was kind of starting to burn out um, like a couple, a year or two, maybe the last a couple of years, just because I was doing similar volume that I've always done. I just can't do that kind of volume anymore. So I realized I need to train harder and do less volume. I was beating a dead horse for a lot of my training. Uh, Sheena, are there any animal proteins that you feel should be avoided at all cost? Ooh, that's a good question. Are there any animal proteins that I feel should be avoided at all cost? I mean, anyone's are toxic. Avoided at all costs. I mean, fish is pretty sketchy. I guess it depends on where you're getting it from. I just feel like you're better off getting grass-fed and finished beef rather than fish. It's just kind of a crapshoot. I wouldn't say you don't ha like to avoid it. I'm not saying you have to. That's just my personal. I don't eat a lot of it. Um, any animal pro that should be avoided. <clears throat> I don't think avoided. I don't think avoided per se. I think it really depends on the context. Uh, Jeff Tech, 35. Let's see. Papa Soy, any thoughts on Zercher squats? I've heard they are good for combat sports, which is my current focus. So those are the ones where you hold the, the bar in your, in your, the crook of your elbow. Uh, those are just so uncomfortable. I mean, people do them. People go super heavy with that. It's kind of like sandbag training. So I guess it allows you to load the core a little bit differently. It's like an extreme front squat. It's like a front squat. It's just a little bit more. You're able to keep it closer to your core. It doesn't choke you out at the top. So it's kind of like a front squat. Just It's a less comfortable front squat. But you might like it better. You might feel it safer. It keeps it closer to your center, like right to your... It allows you to keep it closer to your body, and you're able to stay more upright in many ways. So when you go for the front squat, you have to be out here. You're really... It's very challenging your thoracic spine. So I feel like a zercher can be something that people can get around with if a front squat is very uncomfortable for you. It's a lot more, I mean, it's a lot more on your upper body, but like your arms because front squats are a lot on your thoracic spine, your thoracic extension and your posterior rotator cuff and stuff. <clears throat> so any thoughts on them? I don't do them. I'm aware of them. I don't really have any thoughts, but I would say the only thing that you can do is to do them and then see how you like them. Yeah, you hold the bar like this in your elbows. So you might like them. Maybe you need a pad there, roll a towel up or something, you get used to it. This in your elbows. So you might like them. Sorry, I hit a button for some feedback. So I think uh, nothing wrong with trying it. But I don't do them, but I know of them. Uh, Dips BB, Papa Solia's fruits or are. Why would it go to the my soundboard? It's so weird. Why would it go there? Oh, did I. Oh, I, re, oh, I reloaded. All right, hold on. Hold on. Let's see here. Yeah. 
There we go. I know I did it. Oh, so now I know. Now I know it triggers that because I hit the reload button up there. So it was the browser. Are are fruits good for weight loss? Papa soy are fruits good for weight loss? Um, I think some fruits can be. I don't think fruits should be a primary focus for fat loss, not weight loss. Fat loss. I think certain fruits are better than others. And it depends on the individual because some people can definitely consume way too much food in general and can eat fruits compulsively to a, to a point where it's, um, to a point where it's not benefiting you, but stick to more berries and seasonal fruits, but just focus on the proteins and the fats. It's the quality of the food. And then you can fill in the gaps with fruits. I think most people would agree with that. You're focusing on beef and eggs and tallow and butter. You can eat some fruit after and stuff. You'll be fine. Ksad 90 Papa Soya, sir, is going to the gym once a week effective uh, from zero. Can you build some muscle once a week? Sure. Depends on what you're doing. You have to be ultimately efficient to do once a week, but uh, you should go more. Why are you going once a week? Why are you trying to do once a week? You should. I think everyone should be training more frequently. It depends on the goal, but a few times a week at least. Uh, chocla, chocla. Pork, beef, or chicken? Beef. My God, beef. Uh, we got one from Gabby. Gabby, you're on the line. Remember, if you want to call into the show like Gabby... Go to askpapasolio.com and call in. Gabby, you are on the line. Welcome to the show. Hey, Papa Swallow. Last week, you recommended that to get a bigger appetite, I eat more. Um, so lately, I've been having for breakfast overnight oats, for lunches, wraps, for dinners, like steak or sausages and potatoes. Um, is there anything you recommend for snacks? I've been having like yogurt and stuff like that, but I want to know if there's anything you would recommend that's I kind of cut off at the end, but she was basically asking about snacks. She has wraps and steak and potatoes over the night. Sounds like you're doing better. Was she saying that she has to eat more? I was saying she eat more. So for snacks, I mean, I think I'm a unique, my perspective on these things with snacks is different because I'm at home. I'm not doing long commutes. I, I think most people should be focusing on proteins and fats, but I eat really instinctively at this point. I just, if I feel like having apples, I'll pound a couple apples, you know? I mean, I'll drink some kefir. I will. So I'm kind of grazing and eating all day long, but I'm also kind of having more or less one standard meal. I'm not necessarily doing a bunch of meals during the day, but I'm having some protein shakes. I might be lifting I might have a smaller meal or have little things and I have one bigger meal. So, I mean, snacks are just smaller amounts of food that you would normally eat. So, I mean, I do beef, eggs, beef jerky you can make, steak. You can always cut up steak, a snack, just eat a small amount of food. I think really more people are just, if they're hungry, you might be nutrient deprived. You might need more protein, just need to eat more food. It shouldn't be a snack. So what do people usually associate with a snack? It's like a sugar fix, a little bit of yogurt. Okay, well, if you're having raw yogurt, like really quality yogurt, but sometimes it's like a sugar bomb. You just have a lot of sugar in whatever yogurt you're consuming. Or they'll have like some chips. People want something crunchy or salty. They're just not eating anything of nutritional value. If you're hungry, eat. This is just what I think. Most people are lacking muscle. They need to train hard and 
build muscle. And if anyone's trying to get 150 or 200 grams of protein a day, tell me that that's easy. That's a lot of food. If you're hungry, you probably need to eat. So I think people shouldn't think about snacks so much as that they need to eat more food. Now, of course, if you're morbidly obese and there's other issues here, but yes, uh, Swole Sam is saying in the comments, a lot of times the thirst mechanism is so weak, people feel hungry, they need to drink water. So drink water, electrolytes, not just water. You need to hydrate properly. So make sure your thirst mechanism is accurate. Make sure you're not just thirsty um, instead of hungry. A lot of times if you're eating enough protein and fat, you're full, you're just thirsty. It's much harder to get a lot of food than people realize. Uh, when it comes to protein and stuff. But that's why eating animal-based foods, you're really getting tons of fat and protein all the time. So it's really much easier to hit those protein numbers. Okay, uh, while we're here, let's do... Well, let's do another... Another one here. TJB04, Papa Solio, why do people take pre-workout? Why not just a black coffee? What does it do? What a do-do. Uh, well, pre-workout isn't just a stimulant. There are sugar, there are stimulant-free pre-workouts. So you could get things like citrulline malate or agmatine, things that are precursors for nitric oxide for a pump, uh, beta alanine or betaine or certain things for focus and maybe attention and relaxation and theanine and things like that that can help you. Maybe people that are more hyperactive just kind of zone in and kind of calm a little bit, relax the nervous system. There are a lot of different things that people patent and stuff and put in pre-workouts. But um they have creatine in it and other things like that. So you might be able to buffer some exhaustion and maybe improve your ability to, you know, energize if it has a stimulant, but you can just do black coffee. That's totally fine. But a pre-workout, a pre-workout, a pre-workout is slang for jack you up and get you fucking amped and ready to run through a brick wall. But that's just, you can do that with caffeine too. Um, Pre-workout just means something that you're consuming before a workout. So it can be other elements and other things and minerals and electrolytes and stuff. Pre-workout just means before your workout. Jay Martinez, Papa Soya, how can I stop the infinite scrolling? Get an app that shuts your phone down or has a time restrict for certain apps. Only allow yourself to look and use certain apps for a certain amount of time from 12 to 1 p.m. You can use your phone as much as you want or whatever on a break, but that's all you're doing. Uh, there's a lot of different habits, but yeah, separating from this tech shit is going to be a big deal moving forward. All right, we'll take one more call. One more call. If we have another live question, we'll take another live question, but uh, let's see. AskPapaSolio.com. Let's take this one from Philip. You are on the line. Philip. Philippe. How long have you been focused on eliminating estrogenics? And will you make GTTFG merch with Kellogg's or Mandela's fonts type shit? Also, when do you think Anthony J will publish his second book? Wow, great questions. Uh, so that's the guy who wrote Estro Generation. When do I think? I haven't heard anything about his second book. I thought he was going to do something. I forget what he was going to do it on. I don't know why that hasn't come out. I hope he does because Estro Generation is great. When did I start getting rid of estrogenics in my life? Oh, like the first time, like when I was aware of it. I think I really was aware of these things when that movie, uh, that movie Tapped came out. Can someone look up that movie? I forget when it was. 
tapped documentary because that was all about BPA and plastics and, and stuff in the plastic water. So I haven't gone back to plastic since then. Uh, let's see when that was. 2009. Jesus Christ, I'm old. All right. So, yeah, 2009. So it was like a couple years after that. You know, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. I was saying 2010 earlier. That makes sense. So I think that's when I really started becoming more aware. Now, I, I didn't like all of a sudden go hardcore, but I was getting rid of a lot of stuff before I read that book. Because I only read that book, Esther Generation, like two years ago or something like that. So I've already been talking about all this stuff for a while, too. And a lot of people have. But that's when I was first aware of it. So using hydro flasks and using, using bottles and not eating out of plastic. And then let's see. Really much more serious about that. Oh, it's kind of gradual though. It's kind of gradual. It keeps on ramping up. I think probably when I stopped, I really started getting serious. Probably around the time when I stopped eating Sour Patch Kids, like in 2017, right after the first few videos for like the first year or so. And then I just stopped cold. I just stopped eating that shit. Everything has dramatically improved since then. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying there wasn't, I don't know what the peak would have been, but I'm getting out. I'm getting the sun. I'm really prioritizing my sleep. No matter what, I'm making sure I get sleep. And I usually, I try not to set an alarm. I try to sleep as much as I can go early enough so I can sleep as much as I possibly can before I you know, need to get up and get stuff done. So in the bottom line, I'm just trying to focus on my sleep, eating healthy, spending a lot of time outside gardening, just enjoying my days. I really enjoy the, the butterfly garden. We just put up a bunch of trees. We put up, oh, it's it's great baby trees like we're growing but you know it's been beautiful yesterday was gorgeous today was really hot today was nice weather so anyway so yeah i mean here's the problem with and thanks for the question philip feel free to call back in thanks for the coherent and eloquent question a lot of people come across this information they'll listen to one of my podcasts or see a post of mine or see something else online. They hear a couple of things. The idea that you can change all of those habits. Think about the habits that people have. People get attached to a certain scent. They get attached to a certain flavor. They get attached to a certain laundry detergent. They've been buying that one for a while. They've always bought that one. They know when they put this much in of this one and hit this button, it comes out this way. Just people get into a habit. So they almost take it as a personal attack and like, oh my God, I have to change something that I do. See, for me, I'll disconnect and throw something out if I know something else works better. I'll snap my fingers and I'll just do it this way from now on. I'll hard pivot. At this point, I'm like, oh my God, that's bad. I get rid of it and I do something else. So Mama Swolio, like she's learned a lot more, but she knows like I pivot hard. If I if something comes to my attention, I just change. Some people, they don't turn, they don't pivot so quickly. Um, but yeah, you just do, you just do what you can. You do what you can. You do as good as you can. You know, you do as good as you can. You do the best that you can and you make adjustments and you keep on going. That's it. You do the best you can for long, as long as you can. And as you acquire information, you just add that piece to the puzzle. You just add that, you add that adjustment. But I think what happens is people hear all this stuff. They get overwhelmed. They do nothing. 
they get, they do nothing and they just think, oh, I can't change all those things. Cause what you're telling someone to do, and this is why I understand it's one thing for someone to be like, Hey, I like your shirt. You can't lift with us. That's a great mean girl shirt. Papasoyo.com. 20% off all new releases. Go check it out. It's easy for people to buy a, a shirt. Ooh, I know what a tank top is. Ooh, I like that design. I would like to have that tank top with that design on my body. Let me buy one. I know my size. I'm a large. So you buy that. You tell someone, hey, join the Swole Fam, Swole Normous X. We got all these programs, yoga classes. We'll talk you through an elimination diet. We'll help you clean out your entire nutrition, change everything that you're eating, eliminate all these inflammatory foods that you're addicted to that you've been eating for 30 or 40 years, but you're not going to eat those anymore. You're going to eat beef. You're going to eat eggs. These are things that you like, but you're only eating those. Oh my God, all the stereotypes and the propaganda about eating vegetables 19 times a fucking day and eating three loaves of bread. And you're going to exercise and cause your body discomfort. And you're going to have to like lift heavy things. You're going to be sore and achy. You know, of course it's addictive and there's amazing things to it. Like you're going to challenge yourself. It's a lot of habits. So some people just have to do things, but do it, you know, like stop waiting, stop waiting. It's not going to be convenient, but you have to start with something. And I didn't start with everything at once. I've been eating liver and grass fed beef for like 15, six, whatever years. Wait, no. 2009. Yeah, I've been eating grass-fed beef for so fucking long. I've been doing this and butter, and but in different methods, in different ways. I also wasn't getting great sleep, so it takes a while to get all the pieces together. I'm just glad I got the pieces together now rather than... I'm doing better now than I was then. Like for my skin, my strength, the way I feel, everything, it's better than it was 10 years ago. At the same time, it's not 10 years ago. It's now, so what's the difference? Here I am. And here we are. So do better. Lift, eat beef, repeat. All right, fam. Good Sunday, fun day. Q and Anis. I liked it. All right, fam. Hashtag make sick gains. Thanks for being here tomorrow at 12 noon Eastern time. We have our accountability meeting. So if we have any last minute questions, we'll, we'll grab them. But tomorrow, February the 5th, 12 noon, I uh, hit the thumbs up button on rumble. Please take a moment, share the show with your friends, subscribe, all that stuff. We're here every day. Tomorrow's private for members over at solenormousx.com. We have new releases. We have new merch that we're dropping and members are going to get first dibs. Uh, we have awesome stuff tomorrow. I'm really excited. Best way to start the week is with the Swole Fam. Again, join us on armorsex.com. We still have those specials for three-month and annual options now for a limited time. Fuck your resolutions is ending, so don't miss out on that. We also have 20% off all new releases. Holy shit. Can I drop it? What do we got here? I got everything at the bottom? Cool. Check out new merch, papasolio.com. 20% off. 20% off all new releases. We got a lot of new stuff. I think we have that design. Um, I have that on the list. Yeah, lift, eat, beef, repeat. Because I did videos with that. So that's probably on the list. We have a bunch of new ones coming. I think we have one or two designs tomorrow. Definitely one. You're not going to want to miss out on that. Uh, Papasoy.com, 20% off all new releases. There will be a new design up there tomorrow. You're going to love it. I can't wait to announce it. It's going to be sick. And uh, yeah, leave us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcast. This is coming to you live on Rumble, rumble.com slash The Daily Swole. But of course, you can listen and watch on Spotify. You can listen on Apple Podcasts. And if you listen there, leave us a five-star review. It helps tremendously. So 
take a moment. You've been hitting the thumbs up on Rumble. Make sure you leave me a five-star review on the podcast app. And thank you for doing so because they'll suggest it to more people and share with your friends. Hit the thumbs up button, comment, all that stuff. Thanks for being here. All right, let's give away today's swole card. We'll raffle it off. Uh, Falcon. Falcon. Freddy. Get... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hit the button, the music. Thank you, Freddy. Makes it games, fam. Hashtag makes it games. Uh, we got a winner on uh, Room Blade today. It's a uh, Rybix or Ribix. Congratulations. Uh, congratulations. Makes it games. Send us an email. Ribix13. Very nice. Send us an email to support at swolenormous.com. Swolecard2830 in the subject, your mailing address in the body of the email. And we'll send you this swolecard. We're also going to take some soundboard requests as we wrap up today's episode. Great Q and Anus today, fanwise. A great Q&A. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Aww. Dodson! Dodson! We've got Dodson here! That's right. That was a great opening, the Jurassic Park intro. Oh, uh, yeah. Emotional damage! I like to caress rusty spoons. No! No! The diamonds are here! Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? I don't like to put chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. There's Tiny Tuck, Typical Tuck, Total Tuck, uh, and the Tyrannical Tuck. Tyrannical Tuck. tuck. 60% of the time, it works. <laughs> Every time. That doesn't make sense. Aw, oh, sweet Churchy. Aww. Don't bullshit me. The more you hate me, the more you will learn. And don't perfect the man, because I used to be one. Give me all the bacon and eggs you have. That gorilla has seen the city of Zinj. You can be fat and be healthy. I'm sorry, Lizzo, healthier than I will ever be. The Lizzo proverb. Sam! I'm totally comfortable in my body. I just don't want to be in pain. As you can see, my nipples have been removed from my body. Where they are, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Nailed it. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? So per is a neo-pronoun that comes from the word person, which is why I really like him. Alright, I gotta whip out the piano cock for the last one. Hold on. You think I can get it? Quick release? I better use my strong. I better use my strong hand. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn! 
coast to coast. Ah, oh, very nice. I uh, crank up this hog. The troll toll for Cerny? Justice for Cerny. The troll toll for the elders. Oh, that's a classic. That's a classic. You want the baby boys whole? You gotta pay the troll toll. You gotta pay the troll toll to get in. You gotta pay that troll toll to get in. If you want to get into that boy's soul, you have to pay the troll toll. That's a great closing. In closing, all right, swornormasex.com. Join the fan today. Spank you for being here. And uh, tomorrow, 12 noon, we're back here for the Public Man Cast on Tuesday. Don't nobody go nowhere. The Daily Swole will continue to stretch your eye holes and ear holes out this week. Looking forward to Tuesday, but tomorrow first. Tomorrow first, 12 noon Eastern time. Be there. Peace, McGee, Deuce, Magoose. Yeah, boy. Papa Swolio. Oh, 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 oh. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. 808, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock's crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zans. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they can't laugh, and they so mad, it's like. Yeah, I found that Young King with my crown at Ten racks in the fanny